0: If you're trying to stay clean and sober, you will probably relapse unless you've done this to prepare to handle that next craving. Let me tell you a story I heard recently at an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting from somebody who's both an alcoholic and a drug addict. This person told me that they were doing well on their sobriety and then they had a relapse on uh, some drugs. Now, they... uh, To me, it looked obvious that they were going to relapse because they were hanging around with people that drink and do drugs and uh, these beings, these bodies, and these minds are very social. I started drinking after I hung around a bunch of other people who were drinking and making it look great in college and after years of being brainwashed. What you need to do if you don't want to relapse is proactively train and program your brain ahead of time to be ready to help you to stay sober and clean next time the desire to get drunk or use comes up. And this person I talked to was not ready. They weren't prepared. And the number one thing you need to do to get prepared is get honest. Now, they courageously shared about their relapse and were very honest about that in front of a whole meeting, which all I told them you need to do is keep doing that. I asked them exactly how their relapse happened. And they said that they went to a meeting of AA and then went out and relapsed on drugs right after going to the meeting. I asked them if they shared at the meeting that they were planning to go out and use drugs right after the meeting. They said no. And I'm like, why? All the other stuff that was said at the meeting was almost pointless. The whole meeting is there. So that you can confess that you're about to do something dumb, before you do it, and then you have a choice and you can go a different direction. And I said, next time, all you need to do is tell on yourself and ask for help before you do it. And this is where, for me, the spiritual awakening happened and the goal of working the 12 Steps Alcoholics Anonymous, the easy way to not succumb to any kind of addiction, whether it's alcohol or drugs or a behavior, is to have the spiritual awakening and realize that I'm controlling this thing. It doesn't just drag me around on a ride. I am have control over it, just like I have control over my car. My son and I were having a conversation very relevant to this, and it got some huge laughs in the meeting last night. I was talking to my son, Well, really, I was listening to him. He's four years old, and he was telling me he's been reading these encyclopedia books for kids that tell you how the body works, and he says, and Daddy, and this controls that, and that controls that, and his grand finale says, and the brain controls the whole body. And he stops, and he's like, he's done. So I say, son, what controls the brain? Because I was really curious to hear what he thought controlled the brain, and he doesn't have anything to say for a minute, and then he says, Jesus, Jesus controls our brains. <laughs> I was, I'm, like, I'm like, son, they, they just tell you that in the Christian school you're at. I said, Jesus does not control my brain. I am the controller, the creator. I am the spirit who controls my brain. That's me, that's me, yep, yep, that's me. That's who I am, I'm not a body, I'm not a brain, I'm not a mind, I'm not a story. I am that which operates this body. The same as when I get in my car, I don't think I'm a car. I know that I'm the one who's driving the car. Now, yes, the car has its own life to it. It has its own parts. Occasionally, the car will malfunction or I will have trouble controlling it, but I know at all times I'm the one operating and bringing life and moving that car. And for this body, the spiritual awakening is knowing that I decide where we go. It doesn't matter if my brain wants to drink, or if my brain wants to use drugs, or if my brain wants to have some harmful sexual behavior, or if my brain wants to eat endless food, it doesn't matter what it wants to do. I make the decisions. And if you really want to prevent the next relapse, for me, it's very effective to have a spiritual awakening. And that's what the goal of the Steps to Alcoholics Anonymous and many other 12-step fellowships is to reclaim your power because if you don't know that there's anything more to you than just a brain and your story and your body and then it's like you're powerless, you're just getting dragged around by everybody else who's actually making decisions and operating their brain and their body rather than just being dragged along by it. And the way that I found that we've found in recovery is to the gateway the key that unlocks the door to a spiritual experience is honesty, to share what my inner world looks like, to share my feelings, my thoughts. And from there, I'm able to connect with other people. And from there, I'm able to realize that I can reprogram my mind. I can, through my actions, through my actions, I can reprogram my mind, my actions will generate my thoughts and my feelings. And when I was about 90 days sober, I had the delusion just a few days before that I would never obsess over a drink again, that I'd gone to AA, that I went and made the decision to change my life and I would never want to drink again. And when the obsession to drink suddenly Filled my mind and my body. I was devastated and scared. Like, oh my God, like I thought this would never happen again. This must mean I'm hopeless. And this is when lots of people relapse. When that obsession comes back, the hopelessness sets in. Wow, I'm going to AA, working this program, I still want to drink. And that's when i uh, started praying and prayer is a very good tool to tap into yourself as a higher power i don't need some god that's theoretical i need to remember who i am that i am a higher power and that i'm here because of my choices my brain works the way it does because of my previous choices and then i have a choice in where i go in the future it doesn't matter what i'm thinking about however if I want things to be easier, because it is miserable when the mind and the body have been programmed and all want to do one thing and I am in here deciding that I want to do something else. After 11 years of programming my mind and my body to drink, my mind and my body automatically drank. I didn't have to suggest to to take a drink, it just drank. When Then when I'm saying, no, we're not going to drink anymore, The body and the mind don't instantaneously change directions. It takes time to reprogram and that's where things like Alcoholics Anonymous are very helpful to reprogram the brain because we got our programming through other people to drink. We learned from other people how to drink and use drugs and from movies and advertisements. Those things were the programming we accepted And For me to never have to relapse again, all I need to do is accept new programming and then keep staying on top of that spiritual experience of who I am because just like one can get sober and change their life and reprogram to stay sober, the opposite can happen, which is what happened to me in college. And This is why I consistently see people relapse if they don't get rid of people in their life who are still drinking, using drugs, and in the middle of all these addictive behaviors. Because these bodies are social, these minds are social, and when you see somebody else doing something, it's likely to create a desire within you to do that same thing. And this person that just relapsed, and it was a sad, heartbreaking story. I'm so glad they came back to share their story. They uh, got in significant amounts of legal trouble, and I could see that they were very likely to relapse because... They were out at the bars. They were hanging out with people drinking and using drugs, and I don't hang out with people at bars. I keep people that are drinking and using drugs as far away from me as I can. Even family members and friends, I set boundaries and even let people go. I try not to talk to people while they're drunk, in any situation, even if it's on the phone. If I know someone that I love that's a drunk, I try and call them, find times to talk to them when they're sober or when they've just had a beer or two and not when they've had 15. I set my entire life up on being sober, and it's through actions. I've been able to stay sober over nine years, and I was able to get through that craving and not relapse because the actions I took were to pray. And at the time, it helped me to say like, please, God, I'll do anything to stay sober. Now I just say, as I am God consciousness, I say I intend to stay sober. I will do whatever it takes to stay sober. And prayers are instructions to my mind because ultimately, I hear a lot of people in AA talking about my mind is my worst enemy. My mind's a dangerous place. I shouldn't be up there by myself. That's crap. Your mind is neutral. It's not good. It's not bad. The mind, just like the body, simply does what it's been programmed to do, what it's expected to do, and what it's asked to do. If I've asked my mind for 11 years to figure out ways I can drink and get away with it, well, then it tries to present me more of the same. But once I got sober and I started asking my mind to show me how to stay sober, initially there was resistance getting through that old programming and rewriting the old code, but now my mind shows me how to stay sober by default. Just like when I learned to drive a car, it was scary, it was new, and uh, it was a struggle to try and make the car go where I wanted to. Now the car easily goes where I want to, and I don't even have to think about it. I just get in my car, and I think, drive me to yoga, and I just end up at yoga. I don't even have to now. I do pay attention to the road. I intend to arrive where I'm going safely, but my mind and my body can drive automatically without me as a higher power intervening. They know how to do it. And I've taken uh, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings to help reprogram a mind and a body to stay sober. Reading the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, the 12 and 12, Living Sober, all kinds of other AA literature and all kinds of books generally. I've noticed a consistent theme across a lot of self-help books and even in, in books by celebrities talking through their life. It's amazing how many different people offer the same advice. If you want to reach your highest potential, do not drink, do not smoke, do not do other things like drugs that destroy your health. I was listening to a book about a girl who escaped North Korea and it was talking about how one of the human traffickers who was managing prostitutes was advising the prostitutes not to drink or use drugs or smoke. I mean, and then you compare that with it's the book's called In Order to Live by Yanomi Na, Na, Park, In Order to Live. It was really good. So in there, you've got a guy human trafficking prostitutes that's encouraging them not to drink and smoke so they can stay in better health and produce more income for him. Then you listen to Curtis Jackson's book, a.k.a. 50 Cent, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. Even though he's done all these songs about drinking and drugs and has taken all these sponsorships from alcohol companies, he says in the book, you want to limit or abstain from alcohol and drugs, including marijuana. His reference in the book was saying that what if you get some opportunity of a lifetime, you're a rapper and Dr. Dre ends up coming in the studio you're in that day and you're all half-baked or liquored up and you can't really perform at your best. You just blew that opportunity. It seems to me most people that are successful, that are healthy, that have the things you'd wanna have, know that you don't use alcohol and drugs. And especially if you've ever had any kind of history with addiction, totally abstaining is the only way to go. And that, once you realize everyone, not only does everyone not drink, most people that have the kind of life you, I'd want to have don't drink or use drugs or smoke. We take great care of ourselves. We eat mostly a whole plant-based diet. It's amazing when I talk to other YouTubers, I mean, these are people that make lots of money, that have huge followings and influence, and guess what? Most of the time, they either don't drink or they very much limit alcohol intake. They're not controlling it like some alcoholic every day trying to draw lines on a bottle but they don't hardly think about it or engage with alcohol. It means nothing to them and maybe occasionally they'll have a drink or two. That's how my wife is. She's what alcoholics think of as a normal person. She doesn't care about alcohol, it's meaningless to her. If her friends are drinking, maybe she'll have a drink once a week, once a month, once a week at most, once or twice a month, maybe normally and a drink, maybe two, three if she's getting absolutely crazy and she regrets it, and that only happens every few years. Alcohol, drugs, and eating outside of a whole plant-based diet will, and hanging around people who are doing these things will often take your entire energy level and your life downhill, and that's exactly what I found. So I want you today to be prepared so that... A lot of newcomers, like I did, think that as soon as you go to AA, it's cured. No, you need to get ready and be prepared because the way I see it, life offers a lot of tests. And when you get sober you or and try and get clean or change your life, you're often going to be presented with a lot of tests that will try and take you right back to where you were before. And if you aren't prepared for those tests, just like in school, I did very well in school because I prepared for tests. I knew what was coming and I got ready for it. So I've made this video with the hope that you can know what's coming. Getting sober and getting free from drugs is much easier than drinking and using drugs. But it's a new kind of challenge. It's one that you have to study for and get ready for or you can suffer the pain of relapsing, potentially rack up some new criminal charges, lose your family, have a miserable life. I mean, to me, it doesn't seem like a choice. Where's the choice? I can have a great life, I just need to study and get ready for the trials ahead, or I can have this miserable, painful existence that sucks. That's, I carry the message every day, the final thing is, carry the message. Keep helping others. I'm sober more than nine years now because I'm constantly carrying the message in everything I do to everyone, everyone everywhere, however I can. So I really appreciate you being one of the few to watch all the way to the end of this or listen to it if it was on the Jerry Banfield Show podcast. I uh, make videos for you every day to try and uh, share what I've learned. So, I really appreciate your time here. If you want to really get to know me, go to jerrybanfield.com. And I've got lots more links, and you can even schedule a call with me, etc.